0: from you live to you live and direct
1: live and direct oh okay do okay. you remember remember oh, that oh yes oh yes. <laughs> do you
0: like it do you like it do you like it do you like it
1: <laughs> oh he's wearing the blue you know what that is okay so
0: <laughs> he wears the <laughs> for, for a long... she's like she wears the africa look at her <laughs> that was incredible
1: so all right here's, here's a story for you all so uh this was back in college back in uni and Gabe decided to accompany myself and my then girlfriend, uh, now wife to, uh, what was it? The, um, oh my God, African night. That's, that's the name. Yeah. Yeah, the name of it. Yeah. The name of it. it is African night with the storytelling, cultural interactions, all that kind of stuff and a modeling show. Right. right. So this year I did not participate in the, in African night. Cause it was something I was really, really about in my, my school's African student association. And, um, <laughs> so we're sitting in the auditorium and the mc is like really into it during the modeling show right so papers walking up in their beautiful beautiful outfits right just looking nice mm-hmm. all kinds of colors all kinds of head wraps really nice suits custom tailor all that kind of stuff right and then she was like just taking it to the next level like people be walking out she's like do you like it do you like it do you like it do you like look at how she wears the africa look how she wears it oh my
0: god coming to you live and direct and then when she said coming to you live and direct and gave her like what are you talking about yeah well from what i remember of that is that they didn't have like either the person that was supposed to be talking about the outfits was either not there or they didn't have anybody and so they just had this person get up on there they gave her a Mm -hmm. microphone they said oh talk about the outfits so she literally said nothing about the outfits like what the patterns were what they were she just like oh look at this person Mm -hmm. like and just like just go and just completely off the cuff and I remember we were crying laughing it was so funny because none of it made any sense (laughs) (laughs) like we were not seeing anything about the fashion it was just like do you like it do you like it do you like it live and direct
1: and there was one Time where some guy came out wearing blue and, and he looked really good in the suit. And she was like, Oh, he's wearing the blue. You know what that means. <laughs> no, 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 no follow up.
0: <laughs> no follow up. I just, that, that was like a memory unlock for me the other yeah. day where I was just like, Do you like it? Do you like it? Do you like it? Yeah. Ridiculous. I think it was because I was at a Christmas party and we were doing an ugly sweater <laughs> thing. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, so I got told out earlier like, or something. Well, okay, if we're going to do an ugly sweater contest, we have to have a runway. And Mm -hmm. so I was like, well, if we do a runway, I'll commentate it. You Mm -hmm. know, so I was just trying to channel my inner RuPaul, but also that (laughs) lady. So I think at some (laughs) point I was just like live and direct.
1: Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. It was was fantastic. (laughs) Well, you know, if you didn't pick up on it, this is F1 or F-Off, your audio pit (laughs) stop for F1 News, interviews and race reviews. I'm one half of your host, Idris. And I...
0: And I'm the uh, the other half, uh, or the other two quarters. oh Put together. Wait, could you even Math. say the other four eighths? Oh yes. I'm like yes, yes. Yeah. I'm the rest of it. I'm the, the rest of 16th? the. I'm the rest of the half. If you were to yeah. cut my half in half, I would still. <laughs> um, okay, so here's a question. I'm sure lots of people have already logged off at this point. Oh so. yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
1: <laughs> if they if they didn't stay through the the African night story, then they're. Definitely not.
0: Yeah, they're not. They're not real Fufo fam.
1: <laughs> if we're
0: being honest.
1: So, all right. Here's a quick question too, before we dive into some the the wacky world of uh, F one. Um, if we were to just like, like cut our bodies off, right, and like half of our body, you know, so literally we are Fufo, like walking Fufo, right? Are you top half or the bottom half? Like, what are we doing here?
0: Are we? <laughs> are you the torso? <laughs> Are you oh, asking I'm me if I'm a top or a bottom, Idris? Oh no! Oh no! No here? no! I'm
1: not, <laughs> I'm not asking you. If you're a top or bottom.
0: <laughs> um, that's foo, that's Fufo uh, after after hours. <laughs> yeah. Fufo after dark. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I would yeah. say, I would say you're the top half only because I feel like you're the face of the podcast. Oh, I'm blushing. And, you know. Like, so you, you, you oh you bring the, you know, you bring the FUFO fam in and Mm. I'm just in the, I'm like down on the bottom, but I'm just Mm. working the legs. I'm getting it moving. So like, Mm. um, because you know, I'm doing the editing and I'm doing some of the like, you know, the, the media stuff. but then like, you're the one that's like putting it out there. You're like interacting with like the people you're building the posts, you're putting it out there. You're doing more of the social media stuff. You're being more plugged in. So like, I would say more of like the face, and the hmm. like, you know, the heart and soul, right? So it's like, I'm the heart, cause I'm pumping I feel that. the blood and you're the soul because you're like the sort of the, you're the piece, okay. the piece de resistance. You're the je ne sais quoi, you know
1: what I mean?
0: You okay. know? So what I'm saying is that I'm the grunt. You're the, you're the captain. So.
1: <laughs> well, I, I'm flattered. I, you know, I too agree with your assessment and, uh, <laughs> No, no, I like it. I like it. I I was going to go, I was going to be weird with it and just like split us right down the middle, you know? So, oh, oh, oh. Kind of a I mean, Frankenstein's could, monster kind of thing. but you Or know. like
0: a Two-Face sort of thing. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yes. Yeah. A
1: nice Harvey Dent situation. Yes. I a Harvey Dent. Like yeah, to call we'll, it.
0: <laughs> we'll have to make like challenge coins that, you know, um, <laughs> let's just say like, I don't know, like have your face and my face on this yeah. on like the side. Well, or no, the whole Fernando thing, or Louis. Is it the whole. Well, isn't the whole thing about his coin? It's that it's the same head, it's the same face in both times because he he plays the odds, hmm. right? I thought that was the whole thing about Harvey Dent's coin has two two like because he's he's always right, side. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so yeah. his his double sided coin is the same on both sides, but then right. he gets like he gets two faced, and then mm-hmm. the the other side of his coin got was the one that got scarred, and so then when he flips it, it's like the yeah. charred side is his two face, yeah. and then the other one is his justice face. Yeah. I think that's how that. I think that's how that worked. The reason so.
1: I'm laughing is because you use two-faced as a verb, and that's very, very funny. Like, I he got two-faced.
0: <laughs> he did get two-faced. That's what he, happened. He, he when did. you half of your body gets burned, that's just getting two-faced.
1: Yeah, he got two-faced.
0: Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. he, you don't want to get shit-faced he, and two and, and two-faced. <laughs> and two-faced. <laughs> like that's a bad combo. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe one leads to the other. I don't know. Uh, but speaking about Two Faces, um, yeah. we're going to talk about um, a very uh, very interesting topic in F1. Um, something I don't really think we've talked about in any in, in, no. in depth, but uh, recent events have kind of brought it to the forefront that I think that we need to have a discussion about it. Absolutely. And what I mean is we're going to be talking about marketing, branding, and like iconic status stuff when it comes to Formula One, right? Obviously part of this was spurned on because recently in the news um well not in the news i guess but I on mean, social media
1: it's the news it's the news
0: we talked about it a little bit right at first it was stake f1 team kick Sauber deciding that that was going to be their name <laughs> and everyone being like what, what like, happened that's, a, like that's a
1: joke right
0: <laughs> like that's yeah like that's a joke right and I think like what's interesting about that is it was just immediate common condemnation, right? Like everyone immediately was like, Yeah, this is bad. That's not mm-hmm. a that's not a smart move. That's not yeah. gonna work. And I think that It's sort of. I think it's. I think what it did is it's indicative of a of a more of a problem that we're seeing now in modern F one for I think a lot of different reasons, and then you know when we thought oh maybe this is just one oddity that happened, then all of a sudden there's that little that little Visa Cash App our uh, (laughs) racing bulls tag that showed up that then immediately got shut down because everyone's like what. Um,
1: But here's the quick question about that though, real quick. Okay is the rb does that actually stand for racing bulls or we don't know right it just i RB, mean i'm assuming maybe. it's racing bulls right yeah like based yeah. on the based on the paperwork that they filed it was going to be rb and it was going to be racing Bulls. so you can you can intuit that rb is racing bulls but who knows yeah who knows <laughs> it could i be mean Ray, raycon for all we know raycon but, earbuds
0: <laughs> but i think that that's i think that's the point though it's just like when we when you talk about like a part of it and we'll go into details i definitely want to talk about this but mm-hmm. i think part of that was because like your mm-hmm. instagram handle that is part of your branding like Absolutely. that's part of your thing right so if your branding it like looks like somebody like looks like a cat stepped over the keyboard <laughs> and you have to like look really close to see what, right like, put capital letters in it or anything nothing. like that it was just all lowercase and it was like just, a, what is this like
1: like a like a period like nothing like nothing, nothing. to kind of break up you, you need white yeah. space your brain needs white space for reading
0: yeah yeah it's it, like specifically like it was just weird right yeah. so like after that happened and immediately they shut down completely it was like okay i think you and i both like decided last time we talked we are just like okay this is something we're gonna have to dive into and yeah. i'm and honestly what was, was funny it's like i'm still in the process of moving and lauren and i was in the car and she asked me, she's like well, what are you guys going to talk about today and i was like oh well we're going to talk about this and then her and i just like got into a long conversation about it specifically and i was just like in my brain i'm like okay well i gotta i gotta get ready for this because like these mm-hmm. are all things to really think about because i don't sometimes i don't even know until mm-hmm. i'm talking it out it's like being yeah. in a therapy session where yes. you're just like yeah. suddenly like oh wait actually mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so um so yeah, I mean, pretty much. I would say like first, like first of all, um, when you think of, I mean, so when you think of like a marketing strategy, hmm. right? Like just for anything, whether it's an F one team, a company, uh, a personal brand, like you're a YouTuber, like yeah. what, what? When you think of a marketing st- strategy, like what do you think is effective? Like what do you think is the important? aspects like what are the pillars of a marketing strategy Ooh, or marketing branding like what is it you know? i mean
1: like one of the first ones that just comes to mind is that it has to be a name that is clear and concise but memorable right and yes. maybe within this name it also contains like what it is that you do right because that yeah. way it stands out and you just remember it right like burger king you know hate it or love it like okay this is probably a restaurant that serves burgers right and then yeah. saying king they're they're saying that they make them really well, right? That sort of thing, right? right? Or Wendy's, right? Named after the daughter of the of the OG founder, and you know, I can assume it's going to be some kind of family style restaurant. Oh, they do burgers. Oh, okay, so that's your, you know what I mean? Like you can kind right. of, you can, like, that's what a name should do, right? Right. It should kind of just announce the world. This is us. It is short. It is clear. It's concise. You you don't want like SpaceX. Let's use SpaceX for example, right? Mm-hmm. SpaceX is a great name. It's the nickname of Space Exploration Technologies, like LLC, right? Like that's, that is the, that is the shortened version of the corporation name, but you like, it's a catchy name, you know, it works like you, it's like, yeah, it's a marketing (laughs) one-on-one.
0: Yeah. Well, and you know, what's funny about that example you gave with like, so Burger King, right? right? We know, okay, burgers in the name. So it's like, okay, well, clearly there's burgers. Mm-hmm. But when if you didn't know what Wendy's was, I mean, obviously somebody has to explain it to you. But the thing is, is that Wendy's, okay, that is a name that it's like, it's simple. Like you said, it's right. easy it's to say, right? Yeah. And all they need to do is they put out a commercial where they're like, come to Wendy's. And then they mm-hmm. show you pictures of burgers. Right. And you're like, oh, well, oh. clearly this is a burger restaurant. Exactly. And then from then on out you and you if you have a good experience there it's like oh wendy's like yeah mm-hmm. let's get wendy's we know what yeah. we're getting you can i can tell lauren yeah, i want to get wendy's and she's like oh okay so burgers like like it's right. like your brain knows that right. is 101 effective marketing right it's like kleenex right you know if you say you want a facial tissue people will know what you say with a facial tissue yeah. but they'll also know what you say when you say i want a kleenex right right you know what i mean yeah um I'm, same and, with like um dawn like 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 dishes or something yeah. like it's the same thing like you use some dawn like yeah. you get it
1: i was just gonna say that there are a few items that are just commodities that we all use that we call them by the like a brand name of of yeah. the item right like kleenex colgate um listerine um right like there's so so many items that we do this with i think right. oh oh what's there's a really obvious one it's not it was in my mind it's gone it'll come back. Later in the episode, and I'll just say it out randomly. And
0: yeah, (laughs) there was one I was thinking about too. Was Dunkin' Donuts, right? Yeah. So this is a weird example where the branding is so strong that like people were calling it Dunkin', right? They're saying it was the longest time. Like oh, like let's go get Dunkin', right? Mm -hmm. And then Dunkin' Donuts decided to change it to Dunkin' Dunkin'. officially, just Dunkin'. Now here's the thing: I've never said Dunkin'. At least I don't remember saying it. Every time Mm. I say Dunkin', I think I just say Dunkin' Donuts, right? Mm. And so the brand is so recognizable that even though they've changed it to be like this abbreviated version, I still say Dunkin' Donuts and I can still say that to somebody and they know what I'm talking about.
1: Right. Right.
0: You know what I mean? I bet you that like, you know, police dispatchers, or um, EMT dispatchers, if somebody's having a, like a heart attack at a Dunkin' Donuts, they're not like, yeah. oh, they go to the Dunkin' on Thirty Fifth. They're gonna say, no, go to the Dunkin' Donuts store on Thirty Fifth. You that, know what I mean?
1: I think this like, particular one might be more generational though, too. And, and it's what's be. interesting is that I'm thinking like anecdotally, like I've called it Dunkin' like for years now. So sure. it, it, and I think it's also too like how frequently you visit. But but I think the point still stands that you hear Dunkin', you are either thinking Dunkin' or Dunkin' Donuts, and you know what someone's talking Yeah,
0: about. I would what, say it's going to talking about. Yeah. I would say it would probably take a f- quite a few years before we get to a majority of of like generation of people who only know it as duncan oh yeah it's yeah, gonna it's take gonna a while. while it's gonna take but sure. like i mean if they stick to that branding that's what it'll be and everyone just yeah. call it duncan even yeah. though but even still like i'm sure there'll be people like why is it called duncan like is right. there somebody named duncan it's like no it's a yeah. reference to duncan donuts yeah like, a donut. oh. yeah. yeah you know so and, even still i think the remnants will remain
1: you yeah know? <laughs> And since we're talking, I mean, I already brought up one Elon company. Let's talk about another one. Like, mm-hmm. for Elon to go from Twitter to X is literally like, I. This is going to be talked about in business textbooks. Like, how yeah. how would you just like completely take? If he wants the company to be successful, which is a whole nother discussion, because that's a whole, uh-huh. like that's a whole nother discussion. But if you want the company to be successful, Twitter is such a recognizable brand. It has uh-huh. tw- it like Twitter and their tweets. And they're birds and that's like the like that's like the mascot you know what i mean yeah. and people just know it is that it as that it has been like yeah. this for almost 20 years right exactly and then to just come in and just call it like and like a letter of the alphabet like it's like 1996.
0: well, like, well even <laughs> stands to reason people still say twitter people still say twitter right people still say twitter yeah it so, doesn't matter that it's x so it's right. just like he tried to do it as like a like a like a finger in the face like a you know a fly in the face or that but he always wanted
1: the name, or whatever it is, right? Yeah. But but the point, like the reason we're saying all this is that brands have a very strong and lasting value and impact on a sport a team, whatever it is, right? So right. This well, kind of leads us to where we're talking today about yeah. just these awful, awful team names that we see sometimes. That mm-hmm. just like, and it's not necessary. It's not that the sponsor who is paying to advertise on the car of a team shouldn't be allowed to do that. No, that's not true. They should be able to do whatever they want to do. But right. it's like the way that some of these names are just kind of like kind of smooshed together to mm-hmm. to it where it becomes something almost nonsensical, right? Yeah. Like stake F1 team kicks over. That makes no sense. Like yeah, it, like, it stumbles. Yeah, it stumbles, right? But honestly, I hear Mercedes AMG Patronus okay yeah mercedes like mercedes is prominent there right oracle red bull racing red bull is prominent there's only kind of like one main team or one other main sponsor i'm hearing there right but it seems like we're getting at least for this upcoming season right stake uh kick sauber they're all competing for that title space visa and cash app all competing for that title space you know what i mean right like MoneyGram, haas to me felt kind of like the limit or max of what you could do right but
0: <laughs> yeah well and also to think of the, if you think of mercedes right so mercedes amg yeah. patronus so what is yeah. this saying right yeah. it's saying mercedes manufacturer yes amg racing division yeah
1: the racing division. Exactly.
0: main sponsor right. like red bull what is it is it oracle, oracle red, red bull, bull racing, racing? See yep. now that that one's still even still even though it's Oracle Red Bull Racing people don't say Oracle they just say Red Bull this Racing is Red because Bull, yeah. their brand is so It's so iconic and strong. Dived yeah. in. And and yeah. you know what I'm sure Oracle doesn't care or the, maybe they do care but it there doesn't matter at this point. Sure. There's nothing they can do about it. Mm-hmm. So this well this this kind of I, I kind of want to talk from I kind of want to start from like the top down with this a little bit yeah. right? So like okay marketing in F1 right? So it, it's sponsorships right? they were they became a necessary tool for struggling f1 teams early mm-hmm. on in order to get revenue in order to compete yeah. because early on right as we've said before the sport was rich amateurs who had a ton mm-hmm. of money to buy a car and do the thing you know they raced in their country's colors so like yeah. for our, our italians were in red british racing green germans were in silver french were in blue mm-hmm. like these were you know that's just what they did but then eventually like the sport got a lot more sophisticated a lot more interesting and so you ended up needing more revenue if you really wanted to be able to compete with the next Mm -hmm. guy right yeah and so lotus comes around and they get a sponsor Mm -hmm. and they get the sponsor they get like the sponsors like i'm going to give you money and you're going to put our cigarette brand on your car so that when you're successful people are going to want to buy that cigarette brand Yeah. at that point in the 60s like Mm -hmm. that was how it worked right we didn't have the internet we didn't really we have television but like even still, like, you know, the ad advertisements and television were like a thing. It was an orchestrated thing, but it wasn't really marketed to a lot yeah. of people. It was like very f- focused on the visual audience. Right. Yep. Um, And tobacco companies had a lot of money. They knew a lot of people were going to s- smoke. So that was a that was how it was done. Right.
1: Yeah. And and mind you, too, something that's also really important about the way funding like how important funding is if you look at like the 60s and 70s like sometimes like race week and the race weekend you wouldn't even have the same teams or drivers competing because mm-hmm. yeah they're like like fits and starts right like you, you have money and then suddenly you have no money right windfall right. dearth windfall dearth and like that is so bad for like to achieve like sustainability and to have consistency in results right and also right. it's bad for the sport right like imagine imagine the fia and like like this season coming up mercedes just like oh yeah we can't we can't compete you know like our our company just went bankrupt or imagine if red bull like you know you don't want that happening right you want to have right. consistency so that's why it's such a cool era that we're in that we have 20 cars 20 plus cars reliably right like right it wasn't always 20 cars but you know minimum we've had 20 cars since the 2016 2017 right that's amazing right
0: Yeah. Well, and too, like you think about the 60s and 70s too, where most of the marketing that was happening was like sponsored it was surrounded by like one sponsor, right? Yeah. And so even still like you knew that the car was a Lotus, right? But you Mm -hmm. knew that like this is a Lotus with the gold leaf livery. You Mm -hmm. know, it was the gold leaf Lotus or it was the John Player special Lotus. So it's like there was this disconnect that still worked as a marketing strategy but also too because those cars were very successful very innovative mm-hmm. and that sort of cements that iconic status so like what happens here is like you so you're, you're you you we get the you get the, the revenue from the team right sometimes yeah. the drivers will bring sponsorship especially like national ones like um pastor meldonado had venezuela money so there'd be mm-hmm. like a venezuela um you know thing on the on the tail uh, Sergio Perez, I still think gets like sponsorship from uh, Mexico, like as a as a as a, a driver. So like you have some of these drivers that bring money in from their respective countries as mm-hmm. well, right? Yeah. Which is sort of a sponsorship in a sense, but like it's also a s- sort of revenue that that gets to be you know sort of uh, recognized. Um, you know, there are some racing series where the sponsorship there has a lot of obligations, and I think this is kind of where also it fa- it kind of goes into F one as well. Mm-hmm. Like IndyCar and NASCAR, I think more NASCAR prominently, like when yeah. the drivers do in interviews, right? They have to, as we were saying before, like they have <laughs> to have to say what their we'll sponsors said, are. Yeah, like we said this last I gotta, episode. I got to thank that Motor Royals, running the car real good. You know, and then I get in, I got to hit my McDonald's, you know, gave yeah. you know, me the right energy to, you know, be <laughs> able to get those turns. It's like, there's these <laughs> obligations to where they have to say that, right? Cause it's in the contract.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'll give you like a, a funny example of that. Um, mm-hmm and it's not F1, but it was in uh, NFL, so I think it was the mm-hmm. Broncos versus the Panthers Super Bowl, I think 2016, maybe? Yeah. Um Or 2015, I can't, I, you know, 2016. Um, you have Peyton Manning, he's like MVP, and like he's talking, you know, they're like, oh, what are you going to do? He's like, well, you know, after I drink my Bud Light, I think I'm going to go down to Disney World and you know, and uh, have some Bud Light down there and make sure I really, really down a whole lot of Bud Light. And I just remember thinking, like, dude, like, could you make it any more obvious? Right? <laughs> I'm going to get there
0: in my Mazda CX7, zoom, zoom, zoom. Uh, You know, and then I'm going to listen to my Audible podcast on Audible, you know, and uh, like, Let's yeah, listen to the new it, Matchbox 20 album. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, it, it just gets like, it gets wild. But, and also, like, on top of that, too, like, I think that's where I think we were seeing a little bit of this with the stake F1 team kicks out or something. Yeah. Sort of Is that you have these sponsors who are so convinced that the name needs to be first or it needs to be mentioned. Mm -hmm. And like you run into trouble with that because if you want to successfully establish a brand, it needs to be recognizable in a way that where people you can imagine people saying it like imagine if that team was successful do you think anybody was going to say steak f1 team kicks sauber every time <laughs> like what was crofty <laughs> going to be like oh like here comes botas and the steak f1 team's kick sponsor car down it like yeah. nobody's going to say yeah. that nobody's going to say it so what's the point in making that point you know what i mean mm. like just call it steak f1 which is what they did that's better yeah, you know
1: st- yeah like, or steak sauber, like which is really what it is. Like honestly, yeah. it's still sober.
0: Which is well, funny. Like imagine, too. imagine what you like. Think about like what you were saying earlier, too. Like you you hit the nail on the head when you said, like, if it's a brand where they just say what they do, like that that mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily always translate to like what's gonna be effective. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you say Burger King, yes, but if it's just like Oh, this is um like burger race burger burger restaurant <laughs> home style burger restaurant f1 it's just like that doesn't work <laughs> you know it's not gonna work like nobody wants to hear it but if you call it burger king <laughs> f1 mm-hmm. that would be better you know yeah. so like one singular name and yeah. then saying what it is that works yeah. red bull is a good example yeah. it's a dr- energy drink but they're not like oh. energy drink company f1 you know what i mean yeah exactly <laughs>
1: I was going to say real quick, because we were talking about Stake F1 Team kick Sauber. Um, yeah. The fact that Sauber, everyone, the fact that there's going to be an overtake, there's going to be like some battling happen happening on the track this year, and it'll be the Stake F1 Team kick Sauber car, you know, trying to overtake. I can imagine Brundle saying like, it's the, the Sauber is over, is overtaking uh like Lance Stroll right now, right? Which is hilarious because... That just shows how strong of a brand Sauber has built, right? Sauber. Everyone knows them as Sauber, yeah. right? They're going to default to Sauber, right?
0: Yeah, I mean Sauber, like yeah. like,
1: like, like these guys have been maybe around. We
0: haven't heard of in a long time is still going to be more recognizable than like visa cash app whatever or like stake (laughs) f1 yeah um well it's also funny though too because like there there's instances where and i mean we kind of saw this too like instances where bad press will force a change of sponsorship right yeah yeah like you know the 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 first like one of the first real classic ones in the f1 world was where they were like banned tobacco sponsorships you know And they they gave it a timeline, so there was a lot of time. A lot of teams that hung on to that money um, until they couldn't anymore, right? Understandably, right? It's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. But then you had people like Frank Williams who had the foresight enough to put like computer tech companies on, Mm -hmm. and it was like. Yeah, okay, Intel, yeah, Dell, okay, yeah. Compact, like, yeah. Like compact, like mm-hmm. <clears throat> those things like Hewlett Packard, like those are things where it's like, yeah, no, that's the future and that's kind of what you go for, which is why I understand why some teams tried to go with the crypto. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. as we will talk about in a little bit that yeah. that didn't work out. <clears throat> um but the other interesting thing that will change a sponsorship is change of rules, right? Yeah. Um because sometimes like a certain rule change or a certain orientation in technology will drive to certain uh things. Like, you know, if we're using more electronic a lot more hybrid technology in cars, that's going to pull sponsorships from different things like more technological stuff more battery things like duracell like you know sponsoring williams like that's directly probably mo- more directly related to the fact that they're using like electric uh hybrid engines and have this battery capacity thing happening like you know that can change sponsorship feed the field of yeah. it, right so there's lots of like different ways that like sort of sponsors kind of, like, happen. And, like, we we, we kind of need it in the sport because you need to have some money in order to operate, right? And, yeah, like, you know, McLaren having, like, a bajillion sponsors, like, I don't remember, like, any of that apart from Chrome, right? Because Chrome has that recognizable, iconic, mm-hmm. you know, thing for the wheel wells, right? So, yeah. like, right there, that's, a, that's branding. Yeah. That's marketing, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I think uh, one of the other things, too, that we're failing to kind of touch base on here is that, yeah, you – like audibly can hear like the name of a team and you're like, Oh, I know what team that is. Right. That also translates to how this car looks visually. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you, if you listen to our livery review episode from last season, you know, that Gabe and I were not fans of the McLaren from, from last year, like that car was a freaking hot mess. Oh my God. Like what the hell was that thing? It would roll out and every single time it's like, it literally looks like a Patreon like, like, oh, let me think on my Patreon sponsors page on the on the McLaren. It was terrible, right? Right. It got a little better because they changed up the color scheme and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But like, you, the car needs to be easily like distinguishable from other cars on the track, right? That's right. how I can tell. Oh, I that's Michael Schumacher. He's overtaking. He's overtaking Heikinen right now. Like that right. that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like you need to yeah. need to be able to <laughs> easily distinguish people because if not, then I'm not going to be able to watch watch what's going on it doesn't matter if it's uh motorsports racing it doesn't matter if it's basketball football whatever it is right right that is like thing number one and you see a lot of teams that just choose these like odd liveries that just don't really Mm. make sense and it's not necessarily because of the color schemes although that's one of the reasons that it you know Mm. you end up having like uh i guess visual like dissonance where it doesn't work out. yeah but, well, um, yeah. but it it's just because of where they have sponsors place. And you're just like, I don't, I don't know what, what team that is. Like there's words all over the car, you know what I mean? Right. It looks like a soccer right. Jersey from, right uh, from, or, or football for the rest of the world. Yeah.
0: Well, and it's it, this kind of, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because it's the next kind of point I wanted to talk about too. And that is brand recognition. Like we yeah. talked about it a bit, right? We've mentioned it a little bit, but like, honestly, like, what does that really mean in terms of F1? And you, you hit the nail on that. It is being able to spot your car on the road, like being able to see it, yeah. having a name that fans and announcers can say consistently. Right. It's a package that it's going to, yeah, it's a package, yeah. right? It recognizes that yeah. brand specifically. And also like this, this goes into, and was something I'd like to say, I'd like to talk about too And you, you touched on it, is the visual component of that as somebody who has colored comics professionally. Mm-hmm. Um, you learn a lot about color theory right and color theory is not just what color looks good right it's 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 specifically about drawing your eye in different places as you go through the page Mm -hmm. like if you if you look at like a really well done comic like the the branding the recognition of the character is not necessarily just a choice of branding and You know, but it also gives it a visual component to where you can guide yourself through and know exactly what's happening from page to page. And you have to think about that when you're coloring Mm -hmm. and the same thing applies to team branding, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And that's like, we talked about that with the McLaren. Part of the reason why those, the car looked so bad was not only because it had all these sponsors, but because they have a, they have the ratio of like 60, um, like 60 30 10 uh, as far as the color changes Mm -hmm. like it was really off like there was more blue there was like it was mostly black and then there was not enough orange and blue to really make it feel contrasted yeah and it was also like separated in too many areas yeah it was like you didn't know where to put your eye when you were looking at it it was hard to visit to see right right um but like when you remove some of those colors you move stuff around like why is the marlboro mclaren um livery so iconic two colors
1: dude oh have, my god a
0: little bit of red oh, in the front a oh. little bit of red in the back and let, you have white me... in the middle and like it's just it's so easy to see it's so easy to recognize let's, it's let's perfect. show the,
1: the exactly right there. Yeah. viewing right now and you YouTube. have you, you can have an this.
0: easy easy consistent like so this doesn't but see like what what's interesting here and this is why like with the senna it's perfect because you have you have most of this white, but the like the orange, it takes up a, a decent chunk of it. So you feel like, oh, wait, there's like a, a change. in, there's it, in it's yeah. almost 50-50. But you have that little splurt of yellow from Ayrton's helmet. Yeah. And that instantly recognizes it as, oh, that's Senna's McLaren. Like yep, exactly the yellow on his helmet, the white and the orange, the papaya, like that's perfect. I do want to talk about specifically, and this goes into the next one too. rich energy, right? Rich energy. Yeah complete scam okay yeah. you we can talk we'll talk about the sponsor as a sponsor right yeah. right like because there's that, there's, that's a whole other story
1: there's two elements here yeah so there's I'll, two elements I'll, there you take this you take this yeah
0: but the thing is the one thing that Ra- that rich energy did that is absolutely brilliant is they painted the cars black and gold yes because that Instantly associated that car with the John Player Special Lotuses from yeah. the 70s and the 80s. That was an iconic livery. It wouldn't have been any different if they had done the McLaren Papaya White and, and Orange. It would have had the same kind of impact. People mm-hmm. would have been like, oh, "I like, recognize oh, it's back. that. It's bad. And there it is. Yeah. You know, Renault did the same thing. Lotus Renault did the same thing in like the early mm-hmm. 2000s, yeah, like, like 2012. the Grosjean era. Yeah, they did the black and gold. And the minute that happened, I wanted to buy that merch so bad that. Yeah my team i supported yeah because of that specifically because that branding was so strong right Right. um but that's that's the only thing you can say that rich energy did correct Mm -hmm. here right (laughs) only thing you can say they did right because they were literally but you know it was weird because it's like they were marketing something that doesn't exist Mm -hmm. and so when people were trying to get it because of that strong branding and then realizing Mm -hmm. this doesn't exist yeah. Then yeah. that's where it's like how did Haas not vet this? Yeah. How did they not do that? Because and because I think and that's I think it was a problem. I think that's part of the modern problem with yeah. marketing, right?
1: And now this takes us down the second part of today's episode where we kind of talk about what these what these sponsors do. Like as like not related to the actual sport itself, right? Like, like there's, there's two elements here, right? There's like, okay, we're going to sign the contract with you. You're going to put our name on your car. People are going to see us. Right. But then there's everything else behind that. Right. Right. There's the actual funding part. There's the actual, like, what do we actually do as a company or organization? What are our values? What That's do
0: we get of, from you? Yeah. yeah.
1: What do we get from you? Right. And yeah, Gabe kicked it right off. Like, so let's just go right into the most, actually, no, that is not the most recent. <laughs>
0: let's no, it's talk not about,
1: we're talking about Haas. I was going to say Haas Rich Energy, but no, orkali is the most, more recent one. But the, right. the, 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 like, most recent examples are both Haas related. But yeah, with Haas Rich Energy, right? Um, First off, highly would recommend uh reading Um Racing with Rich Energy by King and Elizabeth Blackstock. Um, excellent book. Um, really goes into good detail about everything that happened because I can remember like just being on the sub like our Formula One subreddit and just seeing all the stuff happening in real time where like people are like, Oh, did you guys read this article? Did you read this? Did you see this tweet? Did you see this? And everyone's just like, Whoa, what is going on? Right. Culminating in that tweet where uh, richard story uh who was rich energy at the time was just like mm-hmm. oh we are serving our contract yada 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 right I made so a picture
0: of a milk truck dressed up <laughs> as a Haas f1 car i remember seeing that and i'm like what's like, what's, what's,
1: go- what's going on yeah what's, but, what's trouble in paradise but this is this is what we're talking about right so clearly rich energy was was made out to be or they, they had advertised themselves to be this really successful energy drink company that had done all these things over the years. They were making making moves, moving cans all around the world in like the tens and hundreds of millions of units, right? And right. we come to find out that all this is a scam, right? That they've yeah. sold probably like no more than probably like a thousand cans. And at mm-hmm. one point in time only had about 700 pounds in, in their bank account all over yeah. in the UK. So, yeah. um, you know, it, it's, it's, fr- it's frustrating because yeah, you have this sponsor who comes to this team who needs money, right? Granted, Haas might have been in a weird position. Um, maybe Gunter felt that he had to take the money because he wasn't mm-hmm. getting enough from hygiene, right? But right. Um, but anyways, he elected to move forward in a partnership with Rich Energy. So the question is, was there proper vetting that was actually done? And I think I, all yeah. of us know that no, clearly no. not, right? No, clearly
0: not. Yeah, yeah. Because if two, if two journalists who just ha- who have access to, like, the internet yeah. and are able to just reach out to people to inquire just on their own, off chance, like, on the side, and they were able to def- to find the fact that they had no money, like, at yeah. all? Like, how does a <clears throat> multi-million dollar, like, racing enterprise yeah. Yeah. not do that, have somebody do that research? Right. I mean, like... You know, like, and that and that is where I think that that specific example is so interesting because, in a way, William's story's greatest strength is selling himself, and I think yeah. they tell they tell they talk about that in the book too. Right? He is so good at making you think that he has so much money.
1: Yeah. When he Charismatic, doesn't. right?
0: Right. And the thing is, if you are easily swayed by that, and you still and you don't do the research that you should be doing, yeah. Then you're, then you're, yeah, you're, he's going to trick you and right. you're going to end up, you're going to end up basically being like stuck with a guy who's trying to make money off of you, mm-hmm. not like vice versa, not yeah. some, you know, kind of mutual entity. Right. Right. And so, yeah, it was just a complete, it was just a complete disaster. Yeah. I mean, what was funny, his branding was pretty strong, although yeah. he stole it from a <laughs> British cycling yeah. company. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, I, you know, that I think like, it's a really interesting sort of sort of chapter in F1's history, specifically about marketing. But what's funny, and, and I, what I like about this, is that literally the next iteration of Haas after the Rich energy saga is with Urkali. Now, I, we talked about this a little bit. The difference here between these two, because like objectively, they were both terrible sponsors. okay? One might have been cool on the face, but it had no money. The other one, is like a fertili- a Russian fertilizer company. So yeah, like Valley, they yeah, forced, they produce like,
1: chemicals for fertilizers. Yeah. yeah. Owned by a Russian oligarch. Um,
0: owned by a Russian which, oligarch.
1: Which I do want to like, yeah. Go ahead, give your yeah, talk about it in the help yeah. I was
0: just gonna say that the main that's the really the big distinction about that was the yeah. fact that like you have this guy who who has the money, mm-hmm. he's given you the money. But at what cost? You know what I mean, right? It's like your your car is like like you have to carry you have to carry his son as a driver, so there's an obligation, right? You have to be successful enough because he keeps threatening to pull the money out, and you're also being forced to like uh, clearly put the Russian flag all over your car, even though mm-hmm. you say it's America, red, white, and blue. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, 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 no. No, it was it was more like white. What, what's the Russian flag? It's blue, red, and white. Yeah, right? I
1: think so. I think. Blue, white, and red. Actually, blue,
0: white, and red. I don't remember. No, I think that's Dutch. In any whatever, Mm -hmm. the the the, the orientation of the colors was clearly like Russian, like flag, right? Which is really yeah, which was really weird to see on like an American sponsored, like American team run car, right? Mm -hmm. So like the minute that the whole thing with uh like with with the the minute uh, Vladimir Putin invaded, you know, Ukraine. It was Mm -hmm. just like, well, that's done. Yeah, and you know what? Good for Haas for doing that. I, but they lost all the money, and that's the risk you take in that instance. You know,
1: and so, and and I, and that's the thing. I wanted to caveat this discussion too, because I think this can, when you start talking about sponsors and you start talking about companies and national entities, um, like issues of prejudice can easily creep into the conversation, right? Yeah, and it's this. This is coming from a perspective of like first off how was ha supposed to know that earl Kali was or russia was gonna invade crimea right uh, they invade yeah. ukraine right so right. they're they're making the best decision they have at the time with the information they have right so or we hope so right we hope um, so, Yeah. and the reason i bring this up too is because it's just to maybe quickly close out the rush um your colleague thing is that clearly they had to they had to cut ties with them right and that left them holding the bag right and you think about the financial implications and impact that has for the livelihood of all the haas employees right like mm-hmm. around the world you have haas employees in the us Haas employees in italy Haas employees in the uk right and what are they supposed to do to continue to take care of their families right right um the reason i'm bringing up the whole nationality thing um all right the whole the whole discussion around like we have to be careful how we talk about this is because you have other other companies that do some weird things too right you have aramco which is the national oil company of saudi arabia right yeah and you know i think you see a lot of you see a lot of discourse online about how oh we shouldn't be racing over in uh, over in the middle east and we shouldn't mm-hmm. be racing insert country name here because of xyz right. reason and like yeah those are fine discussions to have and everything but what's um what, what's tough is that a lot of these companies feel a lot of these teams feel like they have to take money from these organizations because who else is going to pay for it? You know what I mean? Right. Um, for this, this outlet of entertainment and I don't know what the right answer is to it. Right. I don't know if you do completely just say we're not racing here, clearly in times of war and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Don't go to a certain place. Like you can't like, like that, that is not right. You know, but I don't, I don't know what the answer is. You know, like it, like if you look at all these sponsors across the board, they like, they're all into some weird sketchy stuff. And the reason I bring up Aramco is just because like, they are like one of the largest oil companies in the world, if not the largest, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah. And oil, you know, just the, conti- the continual burning of fossil fuels, right? Just isn't going to help us out long-term, right? I mean, it's pretty clear that we as a species need to move towards um, electrification, like high, like electrification of the grid in ways that hasn't really been done before. Right. Um, high deployment rate of EVs or just vehicles that, don't rely on fuel as much right or just right. complete alternative fuels right just getting completely away from um from fossil fuels right so right um and and yeah. that's a huge undertaking right and so right. to have a giant company like this sponsoring f1 teams like you know <laughs> it's kind of like a eh, because they also you have, know yeah one also has like a huge like um uh they're all about sustainability 2030 mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff so it's just like right. how does that fold into it so are we really thinking right. about this
0: Well, and that's, and what was interesting about that is if we go back to the tobacco sponsorships, right? I'm sure that when the teams took on those tobacco sponsorships, they were seeing the dollar amounts. And for them, it's like, well, you know, people smoked all the time. Mm -hmm. Like it was just a commodity. It wasn't any different than alcohol sponsorship. You know what I mean? It was just like a thing like, um, that was, you know, that was there. I mean, if anything, it was better than an alcoholic, um, sponsorship because alcohol and driving was like not associated, which is why it's weird that like Heineken's even in there. Hmm. Um, but you know f1 as an organization decided collectively to kick that habit of not promoting these things that were clearly causing cancer in people yeah. so it was causing them physical harm in a more direct sense now you can make that argument that like you know oil and gas companies have you know been polluting the environment for decades mm-hmm. years and are, are causing a lot of damage you can make that argument but what's tricky about that argument specifically is the fact that these things run on those fuels mm-hmm. like if if car, if one for one cars ran on cigarettes like that would be hard to drop those sponsors because it's like well then what are we supposed to do to keep racing mm-hmm. and i think that is like what you're what you're saying like specifically part of the reason why it's so hard to kick that kind of habit is because they don't only just supply money but they also supply fuel like and yeah, there's resources in that way yeah. to get the cars going and like they have to literally use that sort of stuff and that's right. why i think they're trying to move to that sustainability because right. they it's like well if we have to run out of fuel we have to do something differently right with, with the fuel that we're running right and,
1: and, and this kind of leads to like my my future like vision board like what does Mm -hmm. f1 look like in 10 years or 15 years i think there is a i think there's a collision course between formula e and formula one that happens in in like the in like 10 15 years Mm -hmm. right because they're like clearly if you look at a lot of legislation you look at like plans and proposals of what governments and nation states are planning to do as far as the electrification of their vehicle fleets look like i mean the signs are clear that yeah we're gonna go all ev right now whether or not you know what those evs look like is it more personal transportation do we just completely rebuild cities and um, make them uh, you know ar- arrange them in ways that it's more about public transportation i don't know you know what i mean i don't know what the answer is right but if if mm-hmm. we're going towards that route of not using of not burning oil and burning fuel then what does that look like for a high performance sport and maybe the answer is oh well it's a high performance sport we don't really need to worry about that right. because realistically when we're looking at the consumption of fuel and, you know, how much we pollute as a sport, it is like a drop in the in the ocean. That is everything else. Right. So. Right. Maybe that's what the right. answer is. I don't know.
0: Well, the, the way I look at it is like, you know, when we when we <clears throat> when we made vehicles to transport ourselves around and transport goods around, right, the horse was suddenly relegated to a recreational thing yeah and like even nowadays like we still have horse racing that still happens right Right. it's not like they're like well why are you even bothering with horses we already have cars it's like no but like horse racing and people who enjoy horses it's like it's a recreational thing that it still has enjoyment still has viability that people want to participate in Mm -hmm. and so the way i look at it is that i i do genuinely think that i I would agree that i think formula e is going to be building up enough steam and, <laughs> <How>? and viability It <laughs> uses um, batteries it's, and gonna, motors. it's
1: gonna be charging up um i'm gonna need the anime like glasses <laughs> like <laughs> um
0: but uh <laughs> but you know what i mean like i i think that i think that what i think what should happen at least i think in a perfect world i think in a perfect world we prioritize <clears throat> our transportation of goods and transport mass transportation of people via public transit, um, you know, trucking industry, train industry, plane industry. Mm-hmm. We move those things which are generally the biggest, bigger polluters, yeah, in, absolutely. I think overall towards the electric thing, because I think that, you know, people are going to be, it's going to be hard to convince somebody to give up their personal car because it's freedom. You know, like, even when somebody had a horse, like, yes, you had to take care of a horse, but it meant you could ride into town. Mm -hmm. You didn't have to walk. So it gave people an amount of freedom that allowed them to live their lives and do other things. Yeah. And so I think in a perfect world, we, we prioritize the logistics of transporting goods and transporting people. Um, more towards an electric or hybrid electric future and then that would allow that would allow motorsports to more or less stay relatively intact in the sense that like their impact is going to be incredibly minimal compared to what the impact was before because like if i'm i i I would be willing to bet if you were to compile the amount of emissions that is emitted by motorsports as an entire industry, oh it's a drop in it's a drop in the ocean literally a drop in the ocean like it's yeah like these companies right
1: yeah i mean you know and we're we're going down a down a side path here but it's important though um Mm -hmm. if formula one wants to be the research and development arm for the automotive industry it cannot go the way it's going right now right if it wants to be pure entertainment value it should continue to go down this path right right you can't yeah. have i don't think you can have both right
0: now well see i think that's what's going to happen i think formula e is going to take over as that D right. arm of electric vehicle like we've already seen it like there's a right. reason why jaguar and porsche are in that and why literally there's technology that they've taken directly from F E yeah. and have implemented cars in domestic yeah. electric cars yeah i mean it's like what f1 was back in the 70s and 80s like, right it, that's what's and it makes happen.
1: sense right and and that's the thing yeah. like you you don't need to just like you said like horse racing still exists people still ride right. horses it's not like right. it's going away right i don't think it will
0: um, I, yeah i i but i do think that like you said i think like the sponsorship and the perception and the people that are involved and what they do is going to become increasingly important
1: yeah speaking of oil Right. Uh, since mm-hmm. we're talking about like burning up, burning up fossil fuels, we got to talk about cryptocurrencies. Oh yeah. Um, a lot of <laughs> cryptocurrency companies are sponsors crypto, for crypto. Are, are sponsors for a lot of teams on the grid. Um, yeah. I think one of the big ones that uh, just kind of recently fell out of favor was FTX sponsoring Mercedes. So yeah. if you're not familiar with FTX, they were a I don't know if they still exist. Uh,
0: no, they, no, yeah, they don't. They're done. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. they do I mean, I at think, all. Yeah.
1: So they were a cryptocurrency company um, run by Sam Bankman Freed, who was heralded as like this like boy wonderkin genius who could just make any and everything happen. his parents were tied in like very politically. And I think they were both professors at Stanford or something like that. But anyways, um, yeah, that company was found to be a giant scam. And yeah,
0: um, (laughs) literally a scam.
1: Yeah, literally was like funneling tens of millions of dollars away to offshore accounts and was using his, I think the like nonprofit arm of his company called Alameda Research or something like that, right? Um, in order to do some of the laundering, if I remember correctly, but mm-hmm. anyways, Mercedes had to like pull away real quick, right? Cause oh, yeah. they, had to, they had to leave the Sam Friedman, Bankman bucks behind, right? Or Sam Bankman mm-hmm. Fried, yeah. They had, to, they had to leave all that money behind, right? So there's like real impact. Mercedes, AMG, they're fine, right? Mercedes yeah. is a big brand, big company. They can take the financial blow of Mm. not receiving that money right but it's such a bad look not every team can not every team can do that right imagine if this had been ftx with williams like four or five years ago right right
0: Mm -hmm. like they would have
1: like folded right and here's another thing too right i don't think people realize mclaren the mclaren f1 racing team is owned by the kingdom of bahrain right like literally is owned right by a national government right yeah and there's nothing inherently wrong with that but they are their sponsor. Right. <laughs> so you kind of like, are they, I guess, in one sense, you could ask, are they a, a national mouthpiece for the kingdom of Bahrain? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> like it's, yeah, I mean, that's well, a that's a whole thing, different. That's a whole different level of sponsor. Yeah.
0: Well, I think that's the thing that's weird. I mean, I feel like I would be I would feel just as weirded out if it was owned by the British government. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh like, yeah. Entered any country you know what I mean? It's just weird. It's just like hmm. it's just yeah. It's just it's strange to hear that a country would invest in a like a team like that. It's like this isn't the Olympics. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, but you know, but the reason is is because it's a, it's all around oil and it's around making money. Yeah. Right. Some McLaren's gonna, um, gonna be
1: good. They're gonna be good
0: i mean yeah they're gonna well yeah but I, I just sometimes the here's the other thing though too it's like we we talk about branding being something that we recognize and that we like but we also we also get sad when they go away right like a good example of this is like when claire williams and frank Williams when, when frank williams like passed away and claire williams sold the team to mm-hmm. this like you know marketing group
1: yeah doralton ventures the,
0: the fear was that the williams name would disappear mm-hmm. right and it it makes you kind of sad right i mean because mm-hmm. i'm sure the same people did that with tyrol like tyrol was mm-hmm. a team to be mm-hmm. reckoned with throughout the 70s and a little bit into the 80s but then by the like the mid 90s they were just like they're done you mm-hmm. know what i mean like and it was sort of sad because like that was a staple of a team for a really mm-hmm. long time yeah you know benetton yeah they had multiple world champions championships
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they just folded like you know, it, it's one of those things where we we fear that too. We fear of of, of an iconic brand disappearing. Yeah. And I think that that was my initial. I think that's my biggest concern with with um, you know the takeover of McLaren in that way is that I don't like. What are they going to stop calling it McLaren? Are they going to call it something else? Right. It's like it's, what, like, it's, like, gonna, that, like, it's like that. It's like that Dunkin'
1: example, right? Like, yeah. What if yeah. they, they could do a thing now, right, where they said, "Oh, we're going to call it," like, "What's a thing?" And what's the thing in Bahrain? Sand, right. So yeah. they're gonna, they're, we're going to call it the McLaren Sand Team, right? And then like slowly over time, it just becomes the Sand Team. Yeah. And then they, 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 they instead of McLaren Sand, it becomes Sand McLaren and then just Sand, right? And like, cool. Yeah. Right. And and then a generation just grows up knowing them as Sand. You're like, oh. Right. And then, and then there's like a, a TikTok reel like in 2070. Did you know there was a team called McLaren and they were really good in <laughs> the 1970s and 80s? And, and then... there was a
0: guy named Senor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That brings me to a, of one very specific <clears throat> example. Um, and I'm going to ask you, Idris. Um, if, if I were to tell you what is the most recognizable automotive brand in the world, what would you say?
1: Um...
0: I can give you a hint. Let me give you a hint.
1: There are two that came to mind, without looking at your hint, I, off the top of my head. Did you see I'm that? That was say,
0: uh, oh man, what, some no, my, of the ghosts.
1: My, my, my... my eyes are closed. Your eyes are closed. Yeah, because I don't want. I want to guess. I want to guess. Um, I was gonna say either Ferrari or a Ford Mustang. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Honestly, as, as weird as that sounds, if you really think about it, like if you really think about, you think sports car. Yeah, like, wh- like what's the first thing that you comes to your mind? Like what if I were to tell you, I think of for, uh, an Enzo Ferrari Enzo. But yeah, well, like I, if I think like like what what color in the color spectrum oh. is like racy? What cherry do you say? Cherry red, bright you cherry red, red. Yeah, right. Why do you say red? It's because of Ferrari. That's true. Like yeah. they have spent so much money and so many legal action to
1: protect <laughs> so to, legal action it's true
0: it's true to protect that brand yeah right but there's the reason for it why do they need to protect that brand because it's important they know how important that is and they know that that is what keeps partially what keeps them alive there's the the mystique of having a ferrari right i mean there's also the 50
1: million that the fia gives them every year but you know
0: well sure but but why do they give but (laughs) Adrice, honestly why do they give them that money
1: yeah because you want ferrari around Yeah, Yeah, around. yeah
0: it's literally marketing. It's yeah. literally marketing money. It's just yeah. it's a legacy payment because they've been there forever because they are so closely associated with yeah. F1 as a sport.
1: And racing, and r- just in and general. Racing, racing or the general. board. Yeah.
0: Think of it this way, too. If you were to break down the Ferrari logo, right? Like if you just had, all, if all you had was red and a yellow shield. Oh.
1: Yeah. Like, I know all what you it's supposed need is
0: those two things, and you know that that's Ferrari, right? Yeah. I mean if you flip those colors then it would be dhl but like you know what i mean it's like you know but but you know what i mean like that it's yeah. brand recognition right like even yeah. the colors are so specific and like because they're one of those iconic brands in the yeah. sport that you know that is the strong recognition right yeah you could say the same um it's not even doesn't even just have to be manufacturers it could be because like if you do something that's so epic and, mm-hmm. and legendary that it cements you. So, like, if yeah. people know, if if you know even just a little bit of F one history, and you tell them Bron GP, they know exactly what you're talking about.
1: Exactly, right? Yeah. They
0: only had one season, and they right. won that season. Yeah, and and like, they're not a race team anymore. But you know what Braun GP yeah. is? You know that it's white with the highlighter colors. Yeah, I mean, they did a whole documentary about it. Mm-hmm. Like that is iconic status right and that i feel is like yeah. the ultimate goal for a marketing for like a for like a, a sponsor right you want to have yeah. that red bull i think is there i mean i think like oh yeah i think isn't that
1: funny that you think yeah. about I, like i don't even think about like the energy drink as no. much anymore i think no. about like when i hear red bull i think of like the f1 team right yeah 100 like, percent. and they have a side business of energy drinks
0: yeah. Right. I know. Isn't that amazing? Well, and think, of, think of this though. And here was a little thought experiment I did with, uh, I did with, um, Lauren in the car. Um, imagine. Okay. So, so I want you to, if you imagine you were a fan, okay. okay. So you're, you're a fan of Red Bull. All right. You're mm-hmm. max for Stamp and Stan. Um, like you have been all your life. Okay. So just imagine that right now. What if next year the team that you know, as Red Bull, turns into christian horner racing
1: oh no no no! and no,
0: all the um, red bull no. sponsorships go over to haas and it's suddenly red bull haas racing no where are you going I, what are you doing like are you go? are you going to start supporting haas because it's red bull haas uh, like, what if red bull as a company decides they're going to take over haas yeah and be that's going to be the red bull organization
1: yeah. no that, that that's not going to fly and this is what we're talking about right it's very important that you have consistent branding right you cannot just or consistent enough over a long enough period of time where you get used to it, right? Like Dunkin' Donuts, yeah. right? Dunkin' like, Donuts, yeah. People understand that, but yeah, no. Chris, First off, well, right. I'd be really pissed <laughs> off about that. Oh, I, like, I'm not. I'm not even like I like Red Bull, right? I'm not right. Like, I'm not like super super Red Bull fan, but I'm also not anti Red Bull. But right. I hear that and I'm not happy. I don't like that. Yeah.
0: Like, well, and that's the thing though, too, right? It's, it's like, does that would that make you want to? <laughs> would well also would it make you want to get a red bull any more or less than you do now yeah That's... i feel like
1: i just like, divorced myself from from that fandom at that point
0: well Right, and that, well, and that's the that's I think the uh, one of the big problems too. Yeah, is that these companies when they have these when the whether it's the F one team or the companies themselves, I don't know who their marketing people are, but like for some reason they still keep thinking that the name has to be forced and foremost prominent, and then that's how it's going to like affect their company. I'll tell you what, I don't give two flying whatever about what Kick does and what Stake <laughs> does. Okay, I don't care. I'm not going to care. I would be willing to bet that most people don't. Like, mm-hmm. you look at Haas has the Palm Angel. I had to look up what that was. Mm-hmm. They're just like a weird luxury brand for clothing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Chipotle, <laughs> I recognize that. But yeah. you know why? Because I've had Chipotle before, and I like it. Yeah, if it, they left Haas, that's not going to make me like or dislike Haas any different. It's yeah, not going to make me like it, or dislike Chipotle any different. Yeah. It has no effect.
1: It's interesting you know? because, like, I, you're right. I'm thinking about some of the other teams on the grid, right? Like it's Aston Martin, Aramco F one team, right? But mm-hmm. or, or it's Oracle Red Bull Racing team or yeah. Mercedes Patronus team, right? But you look at some of the other weird ones, and and we just keep talking about it because it's the gift that keeps giving. It feels like Visa Cash App Racing Bulls, right? It feels it, right. it like uh... Stake F one team kicks Sauber. Like it's just like whoa! It feels
0: what? the volume is up all the way it does it really does yeah well you can imagine even if they said they were visa f1 yeah all right i mean i could get on board with that that's simple <laughs> like, enough to say it's could be like oh like the visa f1 cars are coming around the corner you know or like the visas are up this way mm-hmm. like you i can imagine saying that i can imagine Ooh, getting used. To i
1: i could imagine i can imagine like some some jokes too of like you're gonna have to cut that card <laughs> you know right <laughs> like right like you can't get the overtake done or something like cool All right, yeah
0: yeah right yeah. you know there, there's and that's goes into marketing strategy right that's like mm-hmm. a way to to implement it right mm-hmm. i mean i don't i like that duracell um is sponsoring williams it has a very clever like design mm-hmm. with like the air intake looking it's like cute. a battery it's cute it's cute yeah. does it make me want to buy more duracell Eh, not really, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to get batteries. I'm just going to look at the price and just get whatever. It doesn't feel
1: intrusive though. It doesn't feel,
0: no, that's right. It doesn't feel intrusive. It, it should make you want to get it. I'll tell you what has, what has really good, what has a really, really good marketing and that's liquid death. (laughs) And I know people are going to like curl their hair and I'm going to tell you right now, okay, I'm not like, I know liquid death has a lot of negative associations with a lot of people, but I'm just going to tell you right now, as a as a guy, as a person who stopped drinking pop and started drinking sparkling water. um,
1: That's right. We say pop.
0: Right. So started drinking sparkling flavored water, right? I saw that they sold 19 ounce cans for like less than a dollar or like less than two bucks that had no refined sugar so it was just like agave nectar it like i could count the ingredients on like one hand of what's in this it tasted good and and all like i think like 10% of their they like they like, they give like 10% of their like donations to like removing plastic out of the ocean or something That's what's up. i don't you know you could look into the details of that i don't know but even if they're giving a little bit of money from that like those are and, and like you know that i mean right there that sold me on it but then they they hit the nail in the coffin quite literally because they the whole the whole idea of drinking a liquid death and like having like these heavy metal paintings on like the bottles and like calling the the like pun names like you yeah. know like convicted melon yeah um uh a dead or a lime or something like I feel, <laughs> yeah, you know, I yeah, yeah yeah it's yeah, like yeah. that that hits a chord with me like that right there works for me because it's fun clearly they're not taking themselves yeah. so seriously but they they know what the product that they make and they make it effectively and it's good so i mm-hmm. suddenly feel compelled to want to consume it right i'm sure people did that with monster when monster first came around oh yeah, it cool. it looks like, cool. yeah, yeah. Monster. you know like that works it applies oh. it appeals to people visa yeah. cash app does not appeal to me i do not want to get visa cash app just because they sponsor no, F one team, I care at about. all. You know what I mean?
1: Unless they have a cool tagline, i like like Liquid Death is murder your thirst. Like wow, yeah. that's ball. I mean, come on, that's, that's gangster for real. That's
0: for real. fun. But that's really hilarious. Unless you know?
1: unless Visa Cash App has like a cool like a cool tagline. Like, I mean, the only thing I can think of for Cash App would just be Cash at me
0: yeah I, but like but this is the problem right it's just like what, what does this have to do with f1 why is this this doesn't seem fun you know there's yeah, a reason it's,
1: yeah it's kind of sad
0: there's a reason why chewing tobacco and alcohol be like beer and alcohol like cans and advertisements is all like bright colors and wacky designs it's yeah. because they're 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 meant to look appealing and look delicious like you want to get them i hate ipas but i love beer cans with ipa designs on them because they're cool and it makes me want to get them even though i know i'm not going to like it and even that that is a really effective marketing because it's almost forcing me to spend money on something i don't want right you know um and so i do think that like that that sort of has an effect that 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 can play into it and so You know i mean teams are going to chase the money and they're going to try and get what they can they can get but there is a reason why people are pushing back against these terrible ideas
1: absolutely you know um so uh, you know one of the things i wanted to talk about too was uh there's a really funny example over the last few years Mm because we've been talking about tobacco companies but um it was i forget what year it was it might have been 2016 or 17 Mm -hmm. when i started noticing it but uh, Ferrari has a sponsor called Mission. I guess you can either pronounce it or Winnow or Win Now, right? Which mm-hmm. to me, I thought was hilarious—the fact that for because Ferrari was like that team that was forever perpetually second, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, it'll be next year. Next year, it'll be us, right? Yeah. And to say Mission Win Now, <laughs>
0: just, it's really desperate. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, when you look into them, it's a it's it. You go to the website and it's like this weird like, oh, we're talking about like. um, let's try to figure out synergy in in our world and try to pursue solutions to make the world a better place and then you look deeper into it and then you find out that it's it is um it's run by it's like a nonprofit or like yeah i think it's a nonprofit under oh what's the philip morris right like a Mm -hmm. like like a tobacco company right right it's like huh yeah weird (laughs) Uh yeah i thought thought tobacco companies were banned so it's it's like a loophole right so it's a way for the people to get around it so and that's another part of marketing branding right like just being smart about it right <laughs> just finding loopholes um and still getting your money where you got to get it you know what i mean so, right
0: yeah it's well it's funny it reminds me of i was watching episode 30 rock the other day because i haven't seen yeah. it in a while and there's that episode there's a part where jack donaghy is explaining to Tr- tracy wants to make the meat machine <laughs> meat is the new bread oh huh and like he's just like oh so is ge gonna make the meat machine he's just like no 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 no, we're never gonna make anything that terrible and then he pulls down like a sliding thing just like you see nbc um mbc uh owns Shinehard hard company which owns this subsidiary which owns this small factory outside of outside of hong kong and they're gonna make the meat machine so it's just like one of those things where it's like you have to dig through all these weird like weaving things in order to get like oh it's just a tobacco sponsorship like (laughs) it almost feels like money laundering or like you know monopolies kind of running loose like you know in the seventies, there was a guy who was the drummer for ABBA, and they just like sponsored the car. Like, mm-hmm. let's get back to that. Like, like I want to see some band sponsoring cars. That would be kind of fun. Yeah. Even though they, I mean, I mean, hey, like a a Haas Metallica car would be probably pretty sick, honestly. And it's not like they guys they don't have a spare couple yeah. million to
1: throw at them real quick I, I was gonna say i, I just uh-huh. looked up the i went to the mission to win now Winnow yeah. website Man. mission Win Now is a content lab focused on stories and content which ask difficult questions and contribute to the important conversations of our time <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, doesn't none, make none? Sense. that doesn't make any sense it's like uh it's like um well you know this there's two things i want to talk about too um specifically this reminds me of that um as as we said in the last episode i started watching married at first sight yeah and um the one guy um in season 10 whose name is zach he is a human word salad and that (laughs) sounds like what he would say like he's just like yeah like we make social posts about you know Uh, things that have to do with uh, the human experience in ways through a lens that is projected onto us not by our fault, but (laughs) by the perception that we are humans collectively (laughs) Uh, together in this zeitgeist of it's just like what are you saying yeah it doesn't make any sense like um. Sounds the other like thing rambling, i remember <laughs> he is rambling and the other thing i remember too speaking of branding the one guy chris oh he my specifically God. said it's like you know uh my last name and my kids you know it's my it's brand my, it's and brand. so like i have to <laughs> like yeah. your kids are your brand that's, what yeah like are you kidding me that, like, that's oh, a no, whole it's, yeah. it's my little walking brand it's just like wow that's narcissist behavior right there that's what that yeah. is you are a narcissist for saying yeah. that like yeah. I couldn't believe it, but you know, great show. You should
1: all watch if you don't watch Married at First Sight. <laughs> it, it it showcases great communication skills and communication skills that people should not replicate. And I think yeah. it's an excellent. It's an excellent. Our podcast is,
0: our podcast is just going to slowly become Married at First Sight <laughs> or F. <on. laughs> um F. mass
1: Massfo. <laughs>
0: Mass-fo. <laughs> <laughs> I think the the best thing, the thing that we can take away from this, and I think it's just a, a, a proven thing, is I think that we are seeing that in this era of the internet, despite how po- how popular F one has become because of Drive to Survive and yeah. whatever, that we still have people that are willing to like the the what is it the um there's a term for it it's like the um the public like the the crucible of like public like debate guys. Or like you know, yeah. It's like we as people are going to be able to sort of course correct if something's weird. So like, mm-hmm. if an F one team does something really strange and everyone's like, "What?" <laughs> it's gonna, it'll probably change. It'll like, I don't impact. think anybody. I mean, hey, Rich Energy happened.
1: Yeah, you know. But Rich and Energy of- was a fine name. You know, it, it's it's not sure. even. You know, specifically in this example, Rich Energy was a fine name. I don't think people had. It was a fine. That. Name. Yeah. It's the fact that Stake F one team kicks Albert makes n- it's word salad. Right. The cash app right. RB. What is that? Like,
0: like well, and that's, that's my (laughs) point, right? It's like, even though it has good branding, we're still going to find out if it's weird, you know? So like if something doesn't even have, doesn't even attempt to have clever branding, we're just going to be like, um, no,
1: yeah,
0: get out. Like, you know, let's not do that. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, I mean, I'd say as a community of F1 fans, I think we're doing, we're doing the, uh, I guess to borrow a phrase, we're doing the Lord's work by, (laughs) um, making sure that, uh stake f1 team kick Sauber does not exist and that yeah. visa cash app f1 doesn't exist and i think the best way we can do that is by making fun of them and bullying oh, relentlessly. them into into being cool cuz ultimately companies want to be cool right yeah. they want to be like oh we want the kids talking about us it's <laughs> like well yeah if you got a dumb name nobody's yeah. going to care no, what? so
1: <laughs> honestly and it, and it seems that it's been it's been successful um because had it not been and visa cash app rb was going to continue on it and they hadn't like disabled their account um yes. we, we we would have had to sick the wendy's social media team on them because
0: mm-hmm. their
1: tweets i don't know like over the years I, I think they've slowed down Over, they probably have a new person running it but for a while they're savage man they were just saying some some wild things i'm like oh, whoa yeah. wendy's going in you know
0: mm-hmm. yeah. um, no for sure
1: but yeah maybe to ju- just to kind of give the folks a little chair on the top of this episode um what should the visa cash app rb team be called yes what's what's the what is the gabe what's the gabe recommendation here oh
0: well are are, are we saying that we have to use visa cash app like in the name Uh, like it has to be incorporated or is it just like off the cuff like whatever it should
1: be off the cuff just just give me a gabe original
0: I mean, honestly, racing bulls is not terrible, especially not, after seeing F like visa cash app. It's infinitely yeah. better than that. Um, yeah. If I had uh, visa I think, racing
1: bulls would have been okay. You know, visa racing
0: bulls is not bad. Um, yeah. A v- visa is instantly better than cash app. Cash app. Just keep that out. Yeah. Um, Feels too trendy. I think part of this has to do with where they're going to restructure themselves because you know, they were alpha, they were Toro Rosso because they were a tied to Ferrari and they were in Italy, which was a great name. Yeah. You know, but they were still associated with red bull as the sister team, same with like alpha Tari. So I think if the team wants to have its own identity, but it still has a red bull sponsorship, then, um, you know, I think like, um, I got, yeah. Toro Rosso was just so good. It was great. There was nothing like, wrong with Toro. Also, no. Like, I, I mean, if maybe if they did some other like a like crimson, crimson steer or something. I mean, maybe not steer. Um, <laughs> crimson cattle. <laughs> you know, you, I mean, yeah, right. Like crimson cattle or like scarlet something like uh, yes. scarlet. I mean, I don't know what another name for a bull would be. Like you yes. know, scarlet stud or so. I don't know. Mm. Um, that's the way I would think about it. I would think yeah. like, what's an alternative name that we can do that gives us a branding recognition, but still promotes kind of what we do, you know, or what we have. Like mm. if Red Bull ha- owned another drinks energy drink company,
1: like it's true, and they did like, that, yeah,
0: yeah. If they owned Rockstar, but you could have Rockstar <laughs> F One, boom, that, there would, you be, go. Still yeah, that would be owned by a Red good Bull. Name. You know, yep. it, it would be a good name. But I don't think Red Bull owns any other drink company. No, so I don't, like, I don't think so. unless they unless they did, like that would be the only other path I can imagine them doing, which I think would be better because it would give them recognition. What, mm-hmm. what about you? What about you? What do you think? Yeah,
1: no, I'm in the exact same boat. And that's where my mind was going to, that it has to be something that kind of ties into the Red Bull tie if they want want it to be known, right? Yeah. Or they can just kind of go off on their own direction, right? Like there's no reason that they need to, that they need to be Red Bull, right? Because if one that's direction, the case, F1. <laughs> one, <laughs> like what they could do, honestly, is just, fully go on board with the visa notion right like yeah but visa has to be involved like all the way through and through you know it would be like oh this is the visa yes. f1 team like yeah that, and then you, you got to commit you know what i mean to the point where we get used to it like, oh that's the visa team you know? and like i'm very much in the same boat with you that like, i don't think it can be cash app like cash app feels yeah. a bit too like i don't know it feels it feels too tiktoky for me
0: yeah like, it's burger restaurant you yeah, know, it's yeah. like it's it's saying what it is, and it's yeah. like that's not. It's like you know, it's be like oil and gas F one. It's like yeah. that doesn't. No, that doesn't work. Yeah. Um, I'm. I think yeah, I think if you're gonna do it, they're just gonna have to do what Stake did, and that just go Visa Racing Bulls, and that's better.
1: I actually, honestly, they could name the name the team after the late founder right of Red Bull. Dietrich Mateschitz, right? Oh, the Mateschitz yeah. F1 team, and then or like just D- they have Dietrich Racing. Dietrich, Dietrich, I think Dietrich Racing will be
0: great. That's pretty good. And then yeah. they have
1: like, um, and then they have like the title spot, like the title sponsor there, like Visa Dietrich Racing Team. Cool. It was a Dietrich Racing Team, and then it starts yeah. because honestly, like, if we're gonna talk about really influential owners within the sport, Dietrich yeah. Mateschitz is up there, man. Like oh, for yeah. what he did well, with coming into the sport and where Red Bull is now, right? Yeah, like, well, that's, dude, it's amazing.
0: Think, well, and think of it this way. I mean how many t- race F1 mm-hmm. racing teams are named after the last names of their founders mclaren mm-hmm. Williams mm-hmm. uh Ferrari, mm-hmm. uh even Mercedes to a pen it's it's like Daimler Benz like it, it came mm-hmm. from like a name Aston Martin Aston and Martin are two last names right so like that would set that that has precedence right like yeah. that works and I yeah. think that the majority of really good. successful companies it does it feels features f1 it. that feels good it, it honors so good. the yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's what they need to do. I, yeah. I'm I'm on. I'm 100. Dude, on board we, need for to, that. we need to we need to we
1: need to just add. We need to add the teams like and just be like, yo, hey man, guys, is what the, yeah, this is Dietrich team, F1, is, yeah, Dietrich F1. It would be so good. That just
0: rolls off the tongue so well. It really know? does. Yeah, yeah. No, it really does. Um, the other thing I want to think about. I know we don't have too much time to do it because we're going to wrap up here. But um, I think by our um, livery episode with preseason testing, I want yeah. to. I want us to do our own uh unveiling of um <clears throat> our team name and team sponsors Ooh, yes for season two yep um so my team was formerly uh totino's monster f1 mm-hmm. and yours was um taco bell sega it was sega sega taco bell sega taco yeah. bell yeah that i mean so we can think about if you want to keep sponsor, if you want to change something up, change the title sponsor, go with a different name, different I mean, car, different driver. I'm I'm thinking we we should do this every year and yeah, change it up because I'm I'm yeah.
1: down with that. I'm just gonna follow Visa Cash App and just do Mastercard <laughs> Venmo. There you go, the Mastercard <laughs> PayPal Racing Team. Uh,
0: mine is um, Gibson Paul Reed Smith uh, Fender um, Kirkland Brand. Nuggets, um, liquid death, uh, cinnamon toast crunch, F one team.
1: <laughs> oh, I'll I'll do you one better. I'm gonna do the uh, JG Wentworth Bank of America F one team. <laughs> <laughs> If Discount you have an annuity.
0: Chuck Mark saves you the run We got everything you need. If you're from Cleveland, team. you know that one. Mark's F1 theme. Oh, man. Where are the tires? Oh, it's, it's, it's over by the catering. You can't get credit here. You can't get credit anywhere. My name is Mark, and you can count, you can count on it. it. Norton Furniture F1. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Norton Liquid Death F1. That might be mine. Um, wow. Excellent. Yeah, but Anyway, well.
1: Uh, yeah, well. yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah, what were you going to say?
0: Uh, oh, no, that was it. Okay. <laughs> that was all. That was all I'm done. And you can count on it. <laughs> you can count
1: on it. All right, well, thanks for listening to F1F Off. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you want to hit us up, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Twitter, because that is the name we also call it. Yes. Reds or whatever else F1 or F five, And I think we're gonna Dunkin Social Sky
0: account. <laughs> Dunkin' <and> Social.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think we're gonna start up a blue sky the, account here soon too. Instead so. of
0: a tweet, it's called a dunk.
1: Oh Oh, just I like saying. It. I like it. Yeah, you
0: know that's the. It could just be the locus like, Could be a donut or an ice coffee, and, like, and you can you know. like
1: up dunk things, or you can down dunk, or you things. can down
0: dunk. Yeah, okay. down dunk would just yeah. be like
1: coffee yeah. spilled and like the donut crumbs, you know. But yeah, uh-huh. I like it.
0: Oh hell yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> you can email us. Email us at f podcast at gmail.com Give us a five star review or four and a half wherever you listen to your podcast, and be sure to share with your family and friends. And that Bond villain that is Helmet Marco, because he likes yes. cupcakes.
0: <laughs> yes yes um yes if you have a helmet marco in your life and he runs on duncan please tell him about our uh podcast please yeah and have him um, up dunk us and have him up dunk us or maybe um maybe bear claw our tweet or our dunk <laughs> um i'm trying to think of an alternative for bear, for retweet maybe bear claw it
1: mm. uh
0: or uh well i don't know they didn't really sell bear Claws. maybe uh maybe uh maple cinnamon roll it i don't know um or honey bunny a honey bunny oh Okay. All right. All right. That's good.
1: I like it. Yeah. All right, y'all. Peace. Later.